Yes, 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 yes. People, it's the preview check. You know what I mean? We are looking at the final pay per view of the year. UFC 269. Oh my gosh. And this car, right? Coming from the T Mobile Arena in Vegas. Headlined by two title fights. Charles Oliveira putting a lightweight belt on the line against Dustin Poirier and the GOAT, the Lioness, Amanda Nunes, going up against the Venezuelan Vixen, Julian Kenya. But this card, I mean, it is insane. 14 fights with so many that looks like they they could hear me like there's so many fights that could headline a fight night right and you know you the prelim fights any of those fights could easily be on a main card you know what i mean it's bananas this card is stacked so uh yeah <laughs> I am looking forward to this one for sure, people. For sure. So let's start breaking this shit down, shall we? Okay, people. So this pre well, I say the prelim card, the early prelims. Man, you just look at this and you're just like, yo, all of these fights could easily just be on the prelims proper if not main card they're just fire fire fights people and we start off the women's flyweight division we got priscilla cachoeira against jillian robinson and this fight for me i'm taking robinson right now yes her, um, her, you know, what I mean, she's on a two fight skid in the UFC at the moment, right? There, there is that, but she, she's always up for a challenge, and that's the thing I like about her the most, right? Always putting herself out there. She's been doing a lot of grappling competitions, combat jujitsu, uh, recently at Medusa. Yeah, I mean, so, look, we, we know she's good. I think sometimes there's a loss of focus, right? And I think sometimes she may be doubting her skills. But when she's on, she's on. And I, you know, Cachoeira, she's a good opponent. Yeah, I mean, Cachoeira is decent. Like, coming off a two-fight winning streak, you know, she beat Shayna Dobson with that, killer uppercut, right? And then she beat Gina Mazzo. But I don't think she is someone that Robinson has to fear. Because Robinson's stand-up has definitely improved. And I, I, I think she can take Cachoeira down and submit her. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going with... Uh, the savage to get it done. 
We then jump to the bantamweight division. We got Randy Costa against Tony Kelly. And listen, it was just a second ago, right, that everyone was talking about Randy Costa as being a potential challenger, right? And he had that war with Andre Yanez, Adrian Yanez even. And if you remember, Costa won that first round. Costa was looking fire early on in that fight. And I, I, I just think that energy, right, that precision, he's not losing that. He just kind of gassed himself out in that fight, right? And I, I think he's going to take a lot away from that situation. I think we're going to see him learn. And, yeah, I, I, I think he's going to come back stronger. Now, primetime Cody Kelly is not a walkover by any means. Definitely not a walkover. And if Costa hasn't worked on that stamina, oh, Kelly will make him pay. Because Kelly, you know what I mean? He, he will keep working, right? He, he will keep going. He's UFC, two UFC fights. They've both gone the distance. Both gone the distance. So we know he's tough. And he outgrinded Ali Alquazi, right? But, uh, yeah, I, I think Costa's precision, that jab and those kicks, I think that's going to be the thing that will be the difference in this fight. So, yeah, I'm going with Costa. We then have got a flyweight bout, right? No, Feather. That's the one. I, I get flyweight and featherweight mixed up all the time. We got a featherweight bout. Uh, Ryan Hall against Derek Minner, which, yo, this is fun, son. This is a fun one. And, I, you know what I mean? After Hall's last fight, right, after we, we saw him just not be able to implement his game against Ilya Tapura, right, and he, and he lost that fight with the ground of pound, I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh, okay, okay, I can do that. I could do that. It's not that easy. Like, Tapura is just, I mean, he's looked phenomenal. He's looked phenomenal. So, you know what I mean? I mean, it was a surprise that Hall wasn't able to implement any of his jujitsu in that fight. But not so much that Tapura won. But I don't see other people doing what Tapura did. I don't see them doing it to Hall. And he, even when Hall has kind of gone to the stand-up, like in the Darren Elkins fight, his stand-up looked crisp. Nice kicks, all of that jazz. So I think, you know what I mean? I, I, I think Hall is going to be able to um, come back with his, his jiu-jitsu game. Now, Mina, he submitted people. Like, he, he caught TJ Lamar, Lamar bleh, TJ Alami with a nice guillotine. Man, really, 
shook Lamy in that one because I think everyone thought Lamy was going to get that win. Um, he he beat uh, Charlie Dubray with a uh, you know a, a, a guillotine. He's got he's got even Terence McKinney with a triangle right outside the UFC, but he can be submitted himself. Right, Herbert Burns submitted him, and when you look at Herbert Burns, high level, but I, I, you know, I mean, I think Hall might be better, right? So if Burns can catch him, yeah, kind of think that Hall could catch him. So yeah, I'm going Ryan Hall to get back on that winning track. Now we jump back down. To the women's flyweight division and this fight oh god damn it this is a ah uh, i this fight i hate this fight hate it because i like both fighters right Aaron, i mean i mean both of these girls i've i've watched multiple times in invicta right when you could watch invicta you know what I mean? when it was on fight pass and it was simple and great but, um, yeah, unfortunately, those times have gone. But, yeah, I've watched them fight numerous times. Both are super tough. And we've seen Maverick just blaze. Blaze since she's come to the UFC. Looking even more ferocious. Even more ferocious. And I will say, she beat Macy, Macy Barber. That was a weird decision. It, it made no sense whatsoever. But, uh, yeah, she's tough. And Blanchfield, whew, I mean, if you've watched her fight in Invicta, you, you will know what she can do. I mean, her fight against Sarah Alpa in a UFC debut, she was just looking so good. So good. But the thing with her Invicta fights, a lot of times she's on the back foot early, right? She can be on the back foot early, like against Victoria Leonardo. But then she comes back, you know, against Borgen Walker Sanchez, Borgen Walker Sanchez. Again, you know, she, she started off slow. But she comes back strong. She, it's like she needs to take a little damage before she can really turn it on people. The problem is, Maverick isn't that person you want to start slow with. Because Maverick, she could take you out early. Right? And, and that's the thing with this fight. right? I really like Blanchfield and what she brings. But it's just that slow start. It could be a problem against Miranda, right? And so I, I could see either winning, but I'm going to say Maverick takes it just because, you know what I mean, she will come out hot. And I think as well, she's going to feel just irritated with that whole barber situation. So I think she's going to come out hot. Now, maybe Blanchfield has worked on that start, right? 
Now, if she has, who the fuck knows? But if she starts slow, it's Maverick's fight, people. It's Maverick's fight. And then early prelims against closed with a middleweight clash between Andre Nunes and Eric Anders. Oh, this is another good one. I mean, people, they're all great fights, right? Uh, yeah, this is a good one. This is uh, Muda's full fight in the UFC. Came from the Contender Series, you know. And I, I, I think the thing is, right? Now, he did beat Arroyo. That did go to a decision. But all his other fights have been first rounds, right? He's got it out quick. Now, Anders, your boy... He will grind. He's been in some, you know, long fights. Been in long fights. Beat Dar- he beat Darren Stewart up in that last fight, which you're kind of surprised it, it didn't end earlier, you know. Um, but, yeah, he's been in there with some tough, real tough opponents. And yeah, I just think Anders, man, like he, he's been there with so many people, getting so many different looks. I feel that, uh, yeah, I feel that Anders is going to take it home. But boy, it looks like it's going to be a fun fight, people. Looks like it's going to be a fun fight. Hey, so the prelims proper, right? <laughs> Again, some... Crazy good fights. Crazy good fights. And we get started with another middleweight clash. We've got Bruno Silva against Jordan Wright. And this is a fun fight, people. It is a fun one. Right? So, um, Blind Dad, which is is an interesting one. I kind of feel it's probably not pronounced like that. Right? But, um, yeah, Silver, um, you know, this is his third fight in the UFC. His first two finishes, right, first round and the third round, beat Wellington Turman and Andrew Sanchez. Um, but, you know, Jordan Wright, the Beverly Hills Ninja, man. I mean, he, he did lose to Wacky Buckley, which, you know, he, he wasn't looking bad in that fight until he got caught. Ah, but we, we've seen him really do work, right? We, we've seen him do some nice work. And, he, you know, he was killing it in LFA, you know? I, I, he's got some great kicks, good knees, you know what I mean? Great finish against Pickett in his last fight, right? That was, oh, 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 And funny thing, Oliveira was headlining that card, right? UFC 262. So, man, I, I, I think that the, the level that, uh, yeah, I think the level that, you know, right has fought at, is slightly higher than what we've seen Silver. You know, or you know, I mean Silver's had some great fights, right? He's definitely had some great fights. You know, he beat Shemlimko, 
you know, in one. So, hey, nothing to be slouched at at all. But yeah, I, I just think that Wright's got that edge. So I'm going with Jordan Wright to do his ninja thing in this one. We then have our sole heavyweight clash of the night. And whew, this is a good one. Augusta Saki against Tai Tuavasa. And man, like Tuavasa, he went on that skid, right? Went on that skid, but turned it around. Turned it around after, you know, he came into UFC blazing. Blazing. But went to um, AKA. And yeah, we, we've seen him pull off, you know, Stefan Struve. Harry Hunstucker and Greg Hardy. So we've seen him turn it around, but he's still getting hit. He's still getting hit. You know, Hardy nearly won that fight, I would say. And in the Struve fight, like, man, he, he struggled for a bit. He struggled for a bit in that one. And I think we've seen. Saki come with some really impressive skills. And, you know, he, he came by the Contender Series, beat Chase Sherman, Andre Orlovsky, Marcin Tabora, which, when you look at that win now, right, and after what Tabora's been doing, that was a great win. You know what I mean? Beat Blagger Imanov. Now, he, he lost to Overy, and he lost to Rosenstruck, yes. But he he didn't look bad in the Overy fight, right? He was working that jab for a while, but Overy, man, he just used his wily veteran knowledge to come and win that one. And he just got caught in that by Rosenstruck. But yeah, I just think that Saki... He's got more skills. There's more ways for him to win. And the way he he works with the fundamentals, the jab. He works behind the jab, right? And, yeah, we, we saw Tuavasa struggle with Stroop's jab. So, yeah, I, I think Saki is going to get that one. But it's the heavyweights, people. So... Anything could happen. Anything could happen. Now, bantamweight clash, right? We've got the go Dominic Cruz against the upstart Pedro Munez. And, you know, Munez was, he was on a run. He, he was on a bit of a run. Um, beat Brett Jones, Brian Carraway, Cody uh, Garbrandt. But then he lost to Aljamain Sterling, Frankie Edgar. He beat Riviera, but lost to Aldo. So, you know, we, we've seen him look great. But then we've seen him, you know, just kind of flat. Right? Just kind of flat. Uh, which is, you know, I, I, I think that's the issue here. He can be a little flat. And with Cruz's movement, I mean, you don't want to be flat, right? Because Dominic Cruz, 
he looked great against Casey Keddy. And that fight, it it wasn't a split decision. I, I have no clue. That was just the weirdest calling that a split decision. This Cruz clearly won that fight. Right? Clearly won that fight. And he's he's Cruz has had a nice amount of time to rest, the plantar fasciitis, all of that. You know what I mean? I I I I think we're gonna see Cruz come in just looking sharp. I mean, Cruz, you know, he, he he knows put together a few wins and he, he's in the mix. Cruz will be in that mix. So yeah, I, I think we're gonna see Cruz just utilize his movement, work that jab, and just yeah, just put on that veteran goat display to come away with another another very impressive win. Right? And then the prelims ends with Josh Emmett against Dan E, which it's not a bad fight, right? This is not a bad fight. It's a good way to, uh, yeah, bring it home. And, you know, Emmett, we're just coming off that just super impressive win against Shane Burgos because his leg was fucked, right? And it was an odd one because you just think if Burgos works the jab, he wins that fight. If he just attacks the leg hard, he wins that fight. But Emmett didn't quit. He stuck in there and he wins. But the thing is, right, we, we've, firstly, we, we've seen Emmett, we've seen him get worked, like Michael Johnson winning that fight, winning that fight until getting caught at the last minute. You know what I mean? Which was just tough. So friggin' tough, man. Um, and I, I, I think with those injuries with all the injuries and there was a lot there was a lot right and covid and just all the things Emmett has gone through it's not an easy fight to come back to right it's not an easy fight to come back to and I also wonder like how how ready is he you know what I mean like how ready is he? Because he's been out over a year. Over a year. So I, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I think there's going to be some rust. There's going to be some feeling out. And I don't think he is the, the, the dude to give him that space. And yes, he is coming off a loss, but he didn't look terrible in that fight right and that also that fight was in June so you know, he, he, he's definitely the fresher fighter you know and I mean he, he, he still knows what it's like to be in there right he's familiar to the octagon where Emmett he's been out for a bit right we, we saw him look super good against Gavin Tucker the Cater fight was a war. So was the Barboza 
the mes the the, the bectic, you know what I mean? The angular, like he will put it on you. He will put it on you. He's been in there with heavy hitters. And yeah, I just think he he's he's gonna get it done. I, I just see Eve being able to um, just keep that work up like Michael Johnson, but avoid getting hit. So I this is uh, an exciting fight to end the prelims, people. Looking forward to it. But I do have Dan Dynamite Eve coming up. So the main card starts off with a banger. We have got Sean O'Malley against Julian Pavia. And when you look at this, Pavia, a lot more fight experience, right? He is 21 and 3 on a free fight win streak. You know, came to the UFC via the contender series, a bit like O'Malley. Um, he, he, he's lost a few fights. Right, lost to Kai Cara France and Rogerio Bontaniri. Um, but that overhand right he landed on De La Rosa was ferocious. And he did look good against Zuma Gulov. You know what I mean? I did think Kyla Phillips won their fight. Right? I was surprised by that decision. But Paev is he's good. Trains at Team Alpha Male, so you know he's training with savages. He's training with savages. But, oh, Manny, man, right? The, the way he beat um, Montanino, right? Just that display of striking and Thomas Almeida, right? That it, it, it was just something. The way he worked those hands in those two fights, super impressive. Now, yes, there is the Vera loss, right? But it was eerie that 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 just what you read. It, it was that muscle at the back of your calf, right? and we see he had to drop foot, right? We saw it happen to Jimmy Crew. Michael Chandler, it's happened to a few people. So it, it's kind of a fluke. Now, it's not to say Vera was uh, lucky to win that fight, but I think it's a competitive fight, right? And if they fall 10 times, neither is going to win all of those fights, right? So I think it's a toss-up. But I, I think O'Malley... It doesn't really hurt O'Malley. Now, the way he handled the loss, yeah, it wasn't the best. But we, we've seen him do work, right? The uh, Quintanez fight, the Wyland fight, he, he's just looked great. He's looked great. And he wants a big fight, right? He wants a big fight. So I think we're going to see him try and make Parva the sacrilegious sacrilegious cow? Sac sacrilegious cow? Fuck, I have no clue. That doesn't sound right, but I don't, I'm, whatever it is, man. I think he's going to do that. 
Also, Paddy trains with Garbrandt and they've got beef. So I think he's gonna, yeah, he, he wants to put a little stamp on this one. So I, I'm taking the sugar show to keep on rolling, people. To keep on rolling. And hey, speaking of Garbrandt, he is up next. Ooh. And this is his flyweight debut going up against Kaikara France. Right? So, man, and we know Garbrandt has just beat up against it, man. Just having the COVID and just everything. Yeah, it's just brutal, right? Brutal. So it's, you know, I mean, is he going to be back, right? How is everything going to be? And you you train hard, but it, it, it's not quite the same. You know what I mean? It's not quite the same as being in there with someone who is literally trying to kill you. Now, your training partners will be pushing you, but they're not trying to kill you. You know what I mean? I think that's the difference. Like, we, we saw him come off that just, oh, man, crazy fight with Rob Font. And Font really worked him. Really worked him, man. Just, yeah, Rob Font just, he, he just controlled that fight. Now, the one thing you have to wonder about with Garbrandt is his chin. I, he did take some some shots in the Asuncao fight and the Fon fight, and it was okay. But when we've seen people cut down, we've seen their chin become a little bit more fragile. So with Garbrandt and he, he his chin sometimes letting him down. I, I think that might be an issue. Maybe it won't, but going to a past experience, I do have to wonder about that. Also, you think that with someone pressuring him, Garbrandt, like that can lure him into a dogfight, and that's where Garbrandt gets reckless. And Cara France... He's going to pressure him. He, he's going to be pressuring him and just really putting in that work. And, you know, we've seen Cara France look sensational, right? The, the way he got rid of um, Bonterine, super impressive. Like, he looked great against Brandon Royville. That was back and forth. It's, it's just, it was Royville's day, you know? So, man, Kyrie Fights has looked good. He's only lost to Moreno, the current champ, and Royville in the UFC, you know, which is, hey, that's impressive, man. You know, and he's fought some tough people. He beat Pavier, Piver, even, Pavier, Piver, he beat Piver. You know what I mean? So, look, we, we see the beat tough people, and I think, I, I just think with his work rate and he, his determination, because, you know, if you listen to him in the press conference, 
he feels this is a title eliminator, right? So I, I think he's just going to be so focused. I think Cara France is going to walk away with that victory. You know, uh, so we then jump to the welterweight division, our feature fight of the night. We've got Santiago Pontanibio against Jeff Neal, which... This is a banger, people. This is a banger. Now, Pontanibio, you know, he was off for a while with just injuries and everything like that. Especially after coming off a good win over Neil Magny. Now, he, he came back and he just, he looked rusty against Li Jingyong, right? I, I think that's fair to say. But when he fought Miege, Miguel Meza, he looked good. He looked very good in that fight. But Jeff Neal is, is different. Jeff Neal is different. They don't call him Hands of Steel for nothing, right? And yes, he is coming off back-to-back -back losses. You know, Stephen Thompson and Neil Magny. Now, the, the, the Thompson fight, it's just that unorthodox footwork and style that Wonderboy brings to the octagon. You know what I mean? And Magni, Neil just looked a little off that night, right? Not taking anything away from Magni, because Magni really controlled that fight and looked good. But Neil looked off. And I, I think he knows he's got to get back to it because he was in contention to a title shot. He knows that. And he wants to get back there, right? He beat Bilal Muhammad, you know, who, who's a hey, being talked about as a potential challenger, right? So he, he knows he can beat the you know the, the, the tough motherfuckers in this division. So I, I think he's he's worked on those things that let him down in the previous two. And I, I think he's looking to make a statement. And especially after the, you know, the shit that he's got himself into recently, right? He, he wants to put that good foot forward. So, yeah, I'm taking hands of steel to... Uh, to get it done, people, right? That's what I'm thinking, man. That is what I'm thinking. So, so we are now co-main event. The co-main event. And boy, this one is an interesting fight. It's an interesting fight, right? The bantamweight strap. Amanda Nunes, the GOAT, right? And, you know, I sometimes that cut can be difficult, but she did address that on Unfiltered this week, saying she's changed her diet so it, it's easier, right? And, I mean, when she's fought at Bandaway, she's looked good, right? She has looked very good. So it, it's hard to just even think that anyone can 
beat her. It, it really is. Now, here's the thing, right? Because we had Pedda talking a lot of smack, a lot of smack at the press release, press conference, and just leading up to this fight, saying Nunes is scared, Nunes is ducking her, which, I mean, there's talking of a fight, and there is being ridiculous. I just think anyone claiming somebody's scared of them in the UFC, it is just a little foolish, right? I, I don't think anyone is scared, right? You're, you've got to the big show, right? You've proven your skill set. Yeah, people ain't scared, especially someone that went in there and murked Chris Cyborg. Nunes ain't scared. And also, right, now... Or Nunes did say that, you know, Pena was a carbon copy of Misha Tate. Now, I don't know if I would say that. But what I would say is, Nunes has fought people very similar to Pena, right? She's dealt with that skill set. So... Yeah, to, there's just no way she's scared, right? No way she's scared. And we've seen, we saw Pena get handled by Shevchenko, which, hey, no shame, because we know how great Shevchenko is. But we've also seen Nunes beat Shevchenko. And yes, that's MMA maps, but I, I just think that, you know, Nunes just brings so much to the table. I don't think Pena has got enough. And I like Pena. I'm yeah, I was super impressed with Pena on the Ultimate Fighter, right? Season 18. She looked great. She looked great. Won it. Won it all. You know? But when you look at the level of competition. Nudez has fought clearly at a higher level and dispatched those people, right? Dispatched those people. She knows what it's like. She's done the five rounds numerous times. So, yes, McMahon, like Pena beat McMahon. But I just, it doesn't seem enough. Right, because she got choked out by Durandere. Durandere had never won by submission until that fight. Right? Which, is, I mean, that speaks volumes. Right, the Shevchenko fight, it speaks volumes. And I don't think, however tough, and Pena is tough. She is tough. But I think a lot of what we're seeing out of her all the trash talk and everything like that, like, oh, I don't believe Nunes had COVID. It does all this. It's trying to psych herself up, trying to convince herself that she has a chance. And I just don't think she does. You know what I mean? I just don't think she has a chance. 
which you know it is it, a tough thing because as I said, look, Pena is very skilled. But the lioness. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Right? The way she just dismantled Anderson. She was just you know battering Spencer. Right? Battering Spencer. Yeah, like we we saw her just take out Holly Holm, Chris Cyborg, Pennington. You know, it just the way she got to that title and won that belt. She's a different type of fighter. She's a different fight fighter. You know, last loss was 2014. But since that loss, right, we, we saw her the way she's worked on the cardio, worked on the conditioning, just all of that shit. And yeah, I don't see anyone that could legitimately beat her. So, man, Amanda Nunes, people, and still, and still. Now, the main event, Charles Oliveira is the new lightweight champ. And Dustin Poirier, I mean, it, like you feel that Dustin Poirier is kind of the people's champ. People feel that, you know, he's the uncrowned, right? Everyone thought that he should have been in that title fight. But, hey, you can't knock Poirier's business sense for taking the McGregor fights, right? It makes sense, especially financially. And especially... He's trying to make money for his, you know, his charity and all of that business. Now, one of the big things going into this fight, people keep talking about, is Oliveira and the dog, right? So I don't think Oliveira's got that dog in him, right? People say Oliveira has quit in fights. He's been broken. And... Yeah, I, I think it's fair to say that has happened for sure. That has happened. Here's the thing. In the Chandler fight, Oliveira was rocked, right? Oliveira was rocked, people. You thought Chandler was going to win that fight at one point. Oliveira came back. He could have given up. Could have given up. But he didn't. He gutted it out. And I think that, people, is the thing here. That's the thing. Because I think sometimes we get to that point and you question yourself, can I do this? Do I have what it takes to get past this point? Can I get over this wall? And there's been times when Oliveira got to that wall and was like, I can't. I can't, man. Can't. But what we saw happen in the Chandler fight was he's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck this wall. He overcame it and he won the fight. He overcame it and he won the fight. Now, what's telling is, right? How many times have we seen people get to the title and their game is suddenly 
transformed, right? It, it's like they've leveled up. You know what I mean? They beat the big boss, 100 life points. And I, I think that's what we see, going to see from Oliveira. Because he, 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 he doubted himself, but he saw what he could do in the childhood fight. He saw, hey, these walls, these barriers... I can scale these. I've got the experience. I've been in this game a long time. I've been in there with some of the elite. And so, yeah, I, I think getting the title is going to be transformative for Oliveira. And obviously, this is a tough fucking fight, right? Because Dustin Poirier, you know, when you talk about people finding that thing, believing in themselves, man, we saw it with Poirier, right? After the Michael Johnson loss, where they were both drawing each other, and they wanted to be the king of Louisiana, right? And we, and we saw Poirier lose, right? He got knocked out. But after that fight, we saw a change in Poirier. We saw a change in him. So, yeah, this is going to be a tough fucking fight. It really is. But I think people are really doing Charles Oliveira a disadvantage, a disservice even, by, by just writing him off. Writing him off. Because, you know, has... Poirier fought anyone with the jiu-jitsu skills of Charles Oliveira recently? And I think the, the answer is no. Right? Anthony Pettis fought him in 2017. Pettis is good. And we've seen Pettis get submissions. But Charles Oliveira is on a different level to Pettis. Definitely on a different level to Pettis, Right? So, you know, I, 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 I just feel that, yeah, the, the jiu-jitsu skills of Charles Oliveira is going to be a huge factor in this fight. And the fact that Oliveira also, his stand-up, stand-up has been looking great, right? He, he has really improved that, really improved that stand-up, people, which... Game changer, right? It's a motherfucking game changer. You know what I mean? And, and, and he's pulled off knockouts. You know, Chandler knocked out uh, Jared Gordon, Nick Lentz. You know what I mean? And yes, you might go, yeah, but are they world class? Maybe not world class, but they're tough motherfuckers. They're no joke, right? Definitely no joke. So when you consider that he has choked out Clay Reader, right? Christos Gijas, Jim Miller, right? David Tabor. You're like, ooh, yeah. Kevin Lee, you know, that jujitsu. Good, man. He controlled Tony Ferguson and then just knocked out Chandler. So, 
Yeah, I, I think Charles Oliveira, do Bronx, we're seeing the transformation. We're seeing the leveling up. We are seeing that title mentality. And I think Oliveira is going to surprise the world with and Oh yeah, people. So those are the picks. And me, I'm sure you've got your thoughts on these as well, right? But hey, looking at it, yeah, just so many great fights. And I think some of the standout fights on this card, right? I I mean, I mean Erin Blanchfield and Miranda Maverick, right? That's one point. I think um Pedro Muda's Dominic Cruz, right? Josh Emmett, Dan E. I think the Jeff Neal Santanigo Ponsonibio, right? I would say O'Malley Pavia, but I kind of feel O'Malley will just handle that fight, right? But then, I, Amanda Nunes is gonna be fireworks, and the main fight. Oliveira Poirier, and that's going to be bananas. So there's so many fights to look forward to, right? I think they're going to be the standouts, but every other fight is going to be great. And also, this weekend, we've got Cage Warriors, we've got LFA, Sunday night, we've got Submission Underground. So great freaking weekend for combat sports people. So, uh, yeah. We're back on Monday, and we will be breaking all this shit down. So uh, enjoy the weekend, people, and we will see you on Monday. Bye. Peace.